Feathers on pterosaurs, are they real? And what are the implications for the evolutionary theory about the origin of birds? Uh, that's the topic for today's Creation Talk. I'm Keaton Halley, and I'm here with my colleague, Joel Tay. Hi, everyone. So, Joel, the springboard for our discussion is actually a paper that you wrote on this subject, and you were responding to a, a 2018 paper that came out in one of the sister journals of Nature. Yes. And this paper had to do with, it was a couple pterosaur fossils that they had found. They claimed that the, this, these pterosaurs were covered in feathers or something like feathers. So we're going to talk about that. Why don't we start by defining for our audience, what is a pterosaur to begin with? Okay, so a pterosaur is a flying reptile. So if you watch uh, movies, they tend to draw these flying reptiles together with dinosaurs, but they are not dinosaurs. They are flying reptiles. Dinosaurs, technically speaking, at least, are a land-based yeah, creature land with legs, creatures. right? Like Terrestrial creatures. Yeah. And I always get confused between pteranodon and pterosaur. Do you know which is like the broader... Uh, pterosaurs is just a broad term for all of these flying reptiles. Okay, so a pteranodon would be one type of yes, that's pterosaur, and other kinds would include like the giant Quetzalcoatlus yes, or the right. smaller Ramphorhynchus, um, but all, all those are pterosaurs. Okay, well, so what, what was the gist of this paper then uh, alleging that, that there are feathers on pterosaurs? Yes, okay, so um, some evolutionists, they discovered that these pterosaur fossils they had hair-like um, structures. They looked like, like fibrous pieces of hair and things like that. Mm -hmm. They also noticed that these fibers look identical to what they see in dinosaur fossils. Mm -hmm. Evolutionists, even from around the time of Charles Darwin, they already noticed that some of these flying reptiles had hair-like structures mm -hmm. on their fossils. Mm -hmm. But they have always dismissed that as just collagen fibers or things like that. But see, evolutionists believe that Dinosaurs evolve into birds. Yeah. So most evolutionists believe that some dinosaurs were actually feathered. Mm -hmm. Or rather, not really feathers like we know today, but what they call dino fuzz. It's just a fuzzy structure, yeah. which they believe is transitional to flying feathers. Yeah. And that, that idea has also been around uh, uh, the idea that, that birds descended from a certain group of dinosaurs yes. that was first introduced also around the time Shortly after Darwin wrote Origin of Species, I believe. Yes, um, five years after Charles Darwin, evolutionists proposed that um, dinosaurs evolve into birds. Yeah, but it's For become more popularized recently, you know, right. some more modern day scientists. And of course, we now see this uh, in sort of propaganda form all over the place in museums. Now you, you can find museum signage saying that birds are in fact dinosaurs, like they should be reclassified as a, a group of dinosaurs or you know, the kids' toys even now depict dinosaurs with feathers or a furry, like, downy sort of covering on them. You may be surprised, actually, how much of our own children have been influenced <laughs> uh, by this idea of feathered dinosaurs. Like, Deinonychus is one example that uh, in many museums it showed that as a feathered dinosaur. Mm, yeah. But every fossil specimen we have showed that they do not have feathers. Yeah. We, we haven't found one yet with, with feathers. But as you say, there are a few dinosaur specimens that they do claim were feathered yes, and that the fossils right. show it. Yeah. So these dinosaurs, they have this fuzzy structure on some of the fossils. One of the main specimens that they would claim is this um, Sinoopteryx. Uh, uh, how do you pronounce that? Sinosauropteryx. <laughs> yeah. Sinosaur. That was the, first, the very first one that they claimed to have found feathers on this, sort of confirming their evolutionary theory, right, about the origin of birds. So, so what we see is this is actually a dinosaur. It's not a bird because we look yeah. at a lung. It has a reptilian lung. 
Um, so we know it's a dinosaur, mm-hmm. but on the on the back and on the neck of this dinosaur, they kind of have a fuzzy structure there. Yeah, that looks like like fur actually. And it's not a fraud either. I mean, they've found multiple specimens of this Sinosauropteryx, so there's no question it does contain this this pattern, these bristly fibers. But are those really feathers? Yes, that's the question. <laughs> so they claim that this uh, fuzzy structure is actually on its way transitional to becoming a flight feather. Yeah. It's certainly not as complex as like, you know, a, the flight feather that you find on a bird. Birds, of course, have a variety of different types of feathers, like the downy and so forth, that are not yes. quite as complex. But the, the pinaceous feathers, the, the flight feathers have, you know, they've got like the central shaft, two veins coming off either yes, side. That's right. Yes. And those veins are made up of lots of branches. Mm-hmm. And then they have sub branches like, you know, coming off of the main branches are the, the called barbs are barbules. Mm-hmm. And so that they, they like lock onto each other with little hooks and ridges and things like that. And so it's uh, hard to explain that by a gradual evolutionary type of transition from a reptilian scale. They're radically different types of structures. That's right, because the scale develops from a fold in the skin, while um, a feather is more like a follicle, it's like a hair, it grows up from within the skin. Right. So um, it's really hard to explain how a a scale can even evolve into a feather. We've we've done a whole other video on the alleged feather dinosaurs. It's not that we're even in principle against that idea, because the Bible never says that there there weren't any feather dinosaurs. But we'd like to see the evidence before we're going to believe that. And of That's course, right. the popularity of that idea depends on evolutionary assumptions. So in general, we're, we're quite skeptical of those claims, at least you and I are. But people can consult that video if, if they want to see more. But let's just talk a bit about this one specimen, Sinusauropteryx, and the claims about its body covering, because that relates to this question of pterosaurs. Yes, that's right. Why aren't they feathers then? What are some of the problems with this identifying its dino fuzz as feathers. What's interesting is that the, the researchers who first proposed this say it looks like, like a furry structure that which they call proto-feathers mm-hmm. or, first fed, or evolving to become feathers. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is that they also say in the same paper that they have not actually looked at it under the microscope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So a few scientists later, they did a few experiments. They look at that under the microscope and they begin to see that it's actually identical to skin collagen. Mm-hmm. So what it is collagen? Collagen is just a protein structure. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's using just your skin and your bones, skin, right? Yeah. So to help structure those things. Okay. So they believe it's just um, the skin as it's partially decayed. Mm-hmm. So it begin to form this fuzzy structure. Yeah. They did a few experiments. So uh, first of all, they look at fossils of marine reptiles, and marine reptiles don't fly, and they begin to see the same structures on these fossils. Yeah. Then they took carcasses of sharks and dolphins. So they bury that under the ground for one year and then they dig it up and they look at how it decays. And when they look at those fossils, you see the exact same structure. Yeah. And you they can begin- compare photos of the two and see yes, that, you know, you, right. you, the sort of patterns that you see there, branching patterns where it might be a bundle of fibers that separates and things like that. The same sort of structures in both They are identical. Cases. Yeah. And of course, collagen fibers can take on many forms and they actually show side by side that, hey, these are the same structures. Yeah. So what we see in these dinosaur fossils are not dino fat, they're not feathers. They are just decayed skin yeah, collagen. Certainly things like ichthyosaurs, those marine reptiles, yes. sharks, dolphins, these are not covered in feathers. And, they don't and yet we're finding the same sorts of structures. And I think it's also interesting the fact that in Sinusauropteryx, the that those fibers run down its spine. It's a, like a um, yes. a, along its back and onto its tail. And then also the underside of the tail. And if you look at modern creatures like certain iguanas and 
other lizards, um, the basilisk in particular, yes, that's right. it's got this crest that runs along its back. It's made up of skin. It's got nothing to do with feathers, right? Yes, that's right. But it's like this thin layer of skin. And that seems most likely to be what's, what's the case in Sinusoropteryx as well. It's exactly where you find that pattern is along its spine. With this creature, they actually found scales on the body. And normally where you have scales, you do not have feathers growing yeah. in the same place. And you mentioned the, the bas- uh, basilic, which is mm-hmm. interesting because we actually have a basilic experiment. Dr. Alan Fiducia and uh, Tiergaard Solis Lingam, that's another scientist who did all these experiments where they bury the sharks and the, mm-hmm. the dolphins. So they also look at some of these decaying specimens of um, basilics and things like that. Mm. And in one case, it's sort of exact same structure. Yeah. But these so-called fuzzy structures was under the scales. Mm. So this is just skin collagen that's decaying over there. Yeah, and some of these scientists that you mentioned have also argued that in the sinusoropteric specimens themselves, it also shows that these the, the, the bristly fibers, they're, they're within the body contour, yeah, like the, the outlines yes, of the body itself. Right. So it's not, and they say that they're not rooted deeply like a feather or a hair would be, but it's, it's more superficial. So it seems to be part of the skin itself. Yes, that's, that's exactly yeah. right. Okay, before we move on and talk about how this relates to the pterosaurs then, let's just pause for a minute and mention that um, for those li- listening via audio, we hope you'll rate our podcast and that will help other people to find us going forward. And also, we'll be posting some links in the show notes. So, But let's come to that question then, Joel, of in the, in the pterosaurs, these fiber, fibrous-like structures that they see, um, they, they actually give it, have a different name for them. They call them pycnofibers. Pycnofibers, yes. What are the... Pycnofibers have to do with the dinosaur specimens. Yeah, so, so like you mentioned, when you find these same fuzzy structures on pterosaurs, they call them pycnofibers. So what, what's with the latest paper is that they begin to realize that on these pterosaur fossils, they find four different forms of pycnofibers. Mm-hmm. And three out of these four forms are identical to dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's an issue for the evolutionists because evolutionists believe that dinosaurs evolved into birds. But they believe there are different types of dinosaurs that are unrelated. Not all dinosaurs evolved into birds according mm-hmm. to evolution. Yeah. So some types, they have feathers that supposedly evolved to birds. Some have this dino fuzz that did not evolve into birds. But on this pterosaur, they find three different forms of dino fuzz in three different groups of dinosaurs that are unrelated. Yeah. Yet they're all present in one single pterosaur. Mm. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? Why would an unrelated pterosaur have the same structures as three different groups of dinosaurs? I don't know, you so, tell me. <laughs> so, so, so the only logical explanation for them is that that's not feathers in the first place. Mm-hmm. Every single one of these examples is just skin collagen. But evolutionists will not accept that because yeah. they believe that dinosaurs evolved into birds. And for many evolutionists, this idea of feathered dinosaurs have become very much like a sort of a, of a religion to them. Yeah. So that's the best evidence for dinosaurs evolving to birds. If there are no feathered dinosaurs, the whole transitional idea yeah. just collapses just like that. And of course, this is controversial. Like among evolutionists themselves, they're sort of battling now over whether the pterosaur father, fossils should be, you know, should they classify those as feathers? Like, mm-hmm. what, what are some of the problems with saying that these are feathers actually on the pterosaurs themselves? Well, first of all, these um, so-called pycnofibers, like you mentioned, they're not deeply rooted. They are on the skin. So they are completely unlike, um, unlike real feathers. Yeah. Secondly, we find this not just 
on the body, but the wings, the wings are supposedly mm. covered with a furry covering. And you okay, think about that, it. Yeah, why is that a problem? Yeah, because that's, um, that's maladaptive. That makes, that's a disadvantage for this creature to survive. Mm. So for example, ostriches, young ostriches, most of them actually die within the first year. Why? Because when their, their feathers get wet, you know, they die of cold, they become uh, hypothermic when mm, it rains okay. and things mm-hmm. like that. So they have to take shelter under their mother's wings mm. and things like that. So if these pterosaurs were really have feathers not on their wings, it would be a huge issue for them to survive. And not only that, if you think about bats, bats have the same wings, kind of like membrane-like wings, right? But most of the hair is on the body. They don't right. really have yeah. hair on so their un- wings. So unlike birds, the bats do have hair and they seem to, you know, it does, it's not a great hindrance to being aerodynamic. Yes. But the hair is not on the wings. Not on the wings, <laughs> yes. There's very little hair on the wings. Mm-hmm. And even with the hair on the body, we know that when it rains and the bat is wet, they have to expend 20 times their energy just mm-hmm. to fly. Mm-hmm. So imagine what would happen if even the wing membrane is covered with feathers and it gets wet. Yeah. Okay, and so just to make it crystal clear, and in these pterosaur fossils, those alleged feathers or the pycnofibers, they are not just on the body, but on the wings as well. That's so to right. say that their feathers would mean that like the, are the wings entirely covered in this yes. hair-like structure, which is a bit hard to believe. Yes, that's right. I think one of the other problems too, Joel, is that these bristly fibers we find in such a diverse array of creatures that if they are genuine feathers, it doesn't fit any evolutionary pattern of, you know, them all having come from a common ancestor. So that's it's right. like, yeah. it shows up in different types of dinosaurs because they're, classified into different groups based on their hip structure. So some of the, the so-called bird-hipped dinosaurs have these fibers. Other ones in the lizard-hipped group have them. You've got the fibers, as you mentioned, showing up in sharks and dolphins and ichthyosaurs <laughs> and the pterosaurs as well. Yes. So even if there are subtle differences between some of those things, the, the pterosaur fossils tend to show that really these are all basically the same types of structures. And it makes no sense to say that they inherited, they all you know, inherited this these fibers from a common ancestor. Otherwise, like it would have, you'd have to push that back so far in the, in the evolutionary history. It's like feathers were around then like millions of years before birds came into existence. Yes. The other possibility from their perspective is that these are all just purely coincidences that on separate branches of the evolutionary tree, all these different creatures evolved evolved these structures. And then just by chance that that's also hard to believe. It's hard to believe. And like we say, we also find this in marine creatures. Mm Mm-hmm. So that Which, explanation yeah, doesn't work. Obviously, they didn't have feathers. So yeah, I think that basically shows that the creationists have the best interpretation <laughs> of yes. the fossil evidence. So I guess we can sum up by just saying that there's no reason to think that these features on the pterosaurs are genuine feathers, just like in the, the dinosaurs, as other evolutionary experts have argued, they're just decaying uh, a protein collagen. called collagen yes. in the skin. The evidence that we do have really aligns with a straightforward understanding of Genesis, that God made dinosaurs and birds distinctly, you know, supernaturally created them on separate days. There are no really evolutionary relationships between these different types of organisms. That's right. Thank you. All right. Well, we thank you all for listening today and interact with us in the show notes and uh, visit creation.com for lots more information. (laughs) 